Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Next on the Ledger Report, stunning, riveting testimony from doctors and nurses, brave healthcare workers, reveal the truth about the government response to COVID and the conspiracy, yes, the conspiracy, to deny basic human rights and punish anyone who questions the scripted attack on our constitutional rights. We'll have that. Also, a wild ride for the stock market. What is causing these radical swings? We will talk to Kirk Elliott about why this is happening and what you can do about it. Stand by, the doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax. As we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. I've seen a substantial number of patients die of negligence and medical malfeasance. Stop tape, stop uh, tape, stop tape. Substantial number of patients dying from negligence. Now, if we had a real mainstream media out there, ABC, NBC, CBS, even CNN, even Fox News, this should be screaming banner headlines. And there should be investigative reporting on 60 Minutes on down. Chuck Todd and the rest of them should be saying, wait a minute. What? Let's listen to this nurse. This is a nurse who volunteered her time at the beginning of the government response to COVID. The phony, politically driven government response to COVID. This nurse went to so-called Ground Zero, New York, right when Andrew Cuomo was locking down nursing homes and sending sick people with COVID into nursing homes so the old people could die. That's what happened. And so-called clearing out the beds in the hospitals so the COVID patients could come in there. Why did the hospitals want the COVID patients so bad in their hospitals? Why did they try and treat as many as possible in the, hosp in the hospitals? because there was a government incentive. There is a government incentive to this day. And we'll get into this, this nurse, this brave nurse, we'll get into this in a minute. But my point right now is this. If we had a functioning mainstream media, if we had a New York Times that wasn't bought and sold by the pharmaceuticals and bought and sold by Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden and bought and sold by the highest bidder, if we had a New York Times who did its job, this woman would be front page news. People dying of negligence in our hospitals? Isn't that antithetical to what hospitals are supposed to be doing, you reporters out there? Even you local reporters, don't you care about this? This is a hearing put on by Ron Johnson, a brave senator, not unlike Ron Paul or Rand Paul, 
Rand Paul is a, is a good guy, and I support Rand Paul. Sometimes I think what he does is a little bit of grandstanding, and the same with Ted Cruz. In the end, they're on our team, and I support him. But Ron Johnson is holding these hearings with these doctors and these nurses when no one else is. Even the folks that we support, the Louis Gohmerts of the world, and the others in the House of Representatives that we support, they're not doing this, but Ron Johnson is. And this lady has the guts. God only knows what is going to rain down upon her now because she has testified the truth about what's going on in the hospitals, the truth about remdesivir, the truth about snaking a tube down someone's throat in a hospital, the truth about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. God knows what's going to happen to this woman not just on social media, but what's going to happen to her career. Because there is a conspiracy going on, ladies and gentlemen. It is a conspiracy between our federal government, some state governments, some local governments, and Big Pharma and these hospitals. Will I ever be able to prove it outright? Not unless we have more brave people come forward like this lady. Roll tape. When I was on the front lines of New York, I'm unfortunately known uh, globally viral as the nurse that was in the break room sobbing, saying that they were murdering my patients. The pharmaceutical Stop tape, see? Stop tape. You see? This is exactly what I'm talking about. Ridiculed on social media. Not that I give a hoot about Facebook, or as Kid Rock would say, blank Facebook, right? Have you heard the new Kid Rock song? Uh, I think it's an anthem for those of us who care about the United States Constitution. So in the immortal words of Kid Rock, blank Facebook, roll tape. He's had gone into those hospitals and decided to um, practice, I guess you can say, on, on the minorities. Stop tape, stop tape. Do you understand what she's saying here? She's saying that the pharmaceuticals who are producing these so-called vaccines that are not vaccines, they are experimental medical devices, She's saying that the pharmaceuticals are experimenting on Americans. That this is the greatest involuntary, you could call it voluntary, but most Americans don't know the truth, so it's involuntary. Greatest involuntary pharmaceutical trial in the history of mankind. It's a real-time version of a trial. And we're not going to know the results of this human involuntary trial until about 10, 20, maybe 30 years from now. The polio vaccine has been on the market for 60 years or so, somewhere in that neighborhood. We know the history of the polio vaccine. We do not know the history of these mRNA jabs. But for some reason, the mainstream media and politicians, our federal government, just say, shut up, line up, and get the shot. Don't question, Dr. Fauci. Don't question why you have to have a booster and another booster and another booster and another booster and another booster. Just shut up, line up, and get the shot. You need to do it for society. Forget about this your body, your choice stuff, of course, when they talk about this, your body, your choice, it's all about abortion. 
But of course, they're not going to apply it to a situation like this. Roll tape. On the disadvantaged, on the marginalized populations that we know that we had no advocates for because the very agencies that should have been protecting them were closed because we were sheltering in place. Now, when I was there, Stop I it. saw- Stop it. See, this is part of the fallout. You know, in that anthem that I referred to the Kid Rock, and you can listen to it on your own, I'm not gonna play it on this program, don't worry. I can't. It would be just one giant beep. It'd be a four minute beep. You wouldn't be able to hear anything. But he talks about many things in, in this anthem. And, and one of the things he talks about is the ability for Americans to speak up in a situation like this, yes, and speak the truth. But he also talks about how you've screwed up an entire generation. Think about what you've done to 13, 14, 15 year olds. I'm not even talking about injecting them with an experimental medical device that could make them sterile or enlarge their hearts. I'm talking about what you people have allowed to have happen. And by you people, I don't mean you because you agree with me, you're watching this. But the, the vast majority of Americans did not speak up when this was going down in March and April of 2020. I still, to this day, I will go to the grave knowing that as a Catholic, a practicing Catholic, although I have a lot of trouble with what's going on with this person who's impersonating the Pope right now, that if the Catholic Church had stood up 60 million parishioners strong and said, no, we're not closing down our churches. No, we have this crazy thing called the First Amendment, the hell with you and the hell with your orders. If the Catholic Church, 60 million strong, one fifth, one sixth of our population had said, no, this entire fiasco would have never transpired the way it did. But instead, Instead of the Catholic Church doing what it did in World War II and in rescuing Jews out of Nazi Germany, what did it do? It folded and helped put gasoline on the fire. Shut down the churches, wear your mask. You know there is scripture that says you will approach the Lord with no face covering, no veil on your face, forcing Christians to go to church with a mask on is a violation of our scripture, but it happened. It happened, and it happened in our watch. And we violated the constitutional rights of young Americans, denied them being able to go to school. Think about that. We shut down schools and we opened up nursing homes. It's mind boggling. We did exactly the opposite of what a society should have done, right? You should have left schools open. Of course you should leave schools open. And if parents want to keep their kids home or force them to wear a mask all day long and force CO2 into their body all day long, fine, it's your choice. So we did the opposite. We shut down school and some schools are shut down today, two years into this fiasco. We shut down schools and we opened up nursing homes to the sick. That is insanity, but it's part of the government formula that they came up with. You get more government money. If you have more government pa uh, patients, government approved patients, if you will, with COVID. If they have COVID, the hospitals get more money. If 
they get sicker and you give them rindisivir, which doesn't work, the hospitals get even more money. And if they get sicker after the remdesivir because it doesn't work, and you snake a tube down their throat, guess what? The hospital gets even more money. This is the greatest untold story of potentially our lifetime. Will it ever be told? Will there be a 60 Minutes episode 20, 30 years from now, like there was on thalidomide? I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's, it's on YouTube. You can Google it. The thalidomide debacle, government approved, it's just fine. It maimed children, caused massive birth defects. Will there be a 60 Minutes report 20, 30, 40 years from now saying, hey, these mRNA jabs changed the genetic code of people's bodies, caused people to become sterile, disrupted an entire order of an entire generation? cause people to have enlarged hearts and die of heart attacks, perfectly fine, healthy athletes having heart attacks, collapsing on the soccer field. Will there be a report like that? I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that we are witnessing the greatest catastrophe of our lifetimes, real time. And this is our moment, just like our forefathers, when Pearl Harbor was attacked, this is our moment to fight back, and we must and we can not lose. Coming up next, the stock market, losing hundreds and hundreds of points, then gaining them back again only to crater once again. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Kirk Elliott with some answers as the Ledger Report continues. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to ReliefFactor.com forward slash Ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. or Call 833-425-7246, 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting MyPillow, Relief Factor, and The Ledger Report. Hello everyone, this is John Michael Chambers, the creator and founder of American Media Periscope. Family, finances, faith, and freedom are four things that most of us would do almost anything to protect. At American Media Periscope, we trust the team at Sovereign Advisors with financial advice. With over 27 years of experience, a team that believes in people over profit and shares our views that family, finances, faith, and freedom need to be protected can help you protect your finances from erosion due to governmental policies that are out of our control. What is in our control? Our own decision to act or to not act. At American Media Periscope, we encourage you to act. Action changes things. Call Sovereign Advisors today 
ask your Dr. Kirk Elliott and start working with a team that will help you protect your retirement assets while sharing your desire to protect family, faith, and freedom. Call them today at 720-605-3900 and tell them John Michael Chambers sent you. Remember, freedom, it's up to us. In San Francisco, the climate is not an issue. It is an ethic. Education, the economy, and the environment are all part of how we address the climate crisis, creating good-paying green union jobs, affordable housing, clean energy, infrastructure, transportation justice, and education, educating the next generation to succeed in safe schools with 21st century skills. Our safe communities require gun violence prevention, addressing the root causes of crime, and supporting law enforcement with justice in policing. Our vision for a world at peace requires a strong democracy at home as an example to the world. We are grateful to our men, women in uniform, veterans and military families, and honor their sacrifice with our insistence on securing voting rights, an end to big dark money in politics, and amplifying the voice of the grassroots. While we've made progress, much more needs to be done to improve people's lives. Our democracy is at risk because of assaults on the truth, the assault on the U.S. Capitol, and the state-by-state assault on voting rights. This election is crucial. Nothing less is at stake than our democracy. But as we say, we don't agonize, we organize. And that is why I am running for re-election to Congress and respectfully seek your support. So... They want to stay in power, of course, right? But Nancy Pelosi is not only a poster child for term limits, of course. She's a poster child for what is wrong with this republic in many, many ways. And in the end, people vote with their pocketbooks, right? That's what people want. Most people in this country just want to be left alone and make some money and, and live a happy life. You know, this thing called life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's in the Declaration of Independence, that crazy document that, that started this experiment more than 240 years ago. But Nancy Pelosi is destroying the lives, the economic lives of our future. Because last I checked, I haven't checked the debt clock recently, but last I checked, it was nearing 30 trillion dollars and it keeps ticking up. And so what are people interested and worried about right now? Interest rates. Okay, interest rates are big. Now this week's Mr. Toad's wild ride on Wall Street is in reaction to what exactly? Well, fill in the blank. Could be Russia, Ukraine. Could be Joe Biden's new America replete with unstocked store shelves. COVID. Oh yeah, fear of COVID. Still strong out there. Or is it the bubble that we have been waiting for for a long, long time? Joining me now from Denver, Colorado, PhD economist with private investors, Dr. Kirk Elliott. I don't know what it is. Kirk, you've got a better read than me at what's going on on Wall Street. But I do know this, that we are been sitting on a bubble for quite some time. And you can define bubble however you want. But what goes up in a crazy and methodical way in the last couple, three years at some points, going to go down and have a correction. But when you look at the fundamentals and you look at 
our economy. And you look at the machinations just because of one man, uh, Jerome Powell, you know things are out of whack. Things are really out of whack, Graham. And, and you, you mentioned a few things that might be causing this turbulence, right? All of the above, yes, because they all add together like a big, horrible puzzle, right? And, and one of the big things that you talked about debt, right? 1776, how much debt did we have? Zero. We're brand new. Even, even us Americans that spend like drunken sailors, we had zero at one point. But now we've got 29.8 trillion. So, so, but let's look at that. It took what? 250 years to go from zero to 29 trillion. 10 years ago, we were at 15 trillion. We've doubled in, in 10 years, which took us 250 years to, to get to, right? So debt is exploding. And so you've got that, they're printing money like there's no tomorrow to pay people to stay home under Build Back Better plans, infrastructure bills, all this other stuff, rather than creating a framework for success that encourages people to work. All of that costs money, right? And so now right. how, 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 what are we gonna do? We're just, just raise taxes, raise more government revenue. That causes people to spend less, right? Because we're living at the margin. So you had all of that together, Graham. This is why we've got the turbulence on the stock market that we've seen that was actually um, amplified by Jerome Powell's comments of what? We're going to have four rate increases this year. But right before that that announcement yesterday, this was some, some interesting reports that came from some of the different um, Federal Reserve Bank president saying, we've got to be way more hawkish than that. We can't slow down this inflation train with four rate increases. How about maybe six or seven, right? So that- But, 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 in, but, but Kirk, I mean, let's face it. What you're describing is not what the framers of the Constitution would have ever intended, that Jerome Powell and his, his minions have this much power and this much sway over a free market economy. In a real sense, would you agree with me when I say that we are still a quasi-free market society, but we're certainly not a 100% free market society? We're not a 100% free market at all. No, we're, we're kind of, quasi is a, is a good term for it. I mean, founding fathers envisioned money creation in hands of Congress, not, not a cartel banking families, right? That basically on the Fed. I mean, you've got central banks around the world that have squandered their time in the sun. We live in a world of debt. The piper now must be paid, right? So, yeah. so in anticipation, of this meeting on, on Wednesday, the FOMC meeting, um, what did we see? The Dow was down a thousand points on Monday before it ended up closing only 99 points down. But that was just at the end of the day. Tuesday, down 800 points, closed, closed up 99. What does that tell us? Plunge protection team came in, which is the Fed injecting billions of dollars into the system yeah. to actually make it look like there's not a problem. But what's the real number? Is it minus a thousand or is it plus 99? The real number is what the markets are telling us. It should have been minus 1,000. It should have been minus 800. But when the plunge protection team sticks it, that's money that they're creating out of thin air, Graham. This is why right. we've got serious problems. And would you agree with me? I only got a couple minutes left here, Kirk. Would you agree with me that we go back to Nancy Pelosi there begging to be reelected? And she will be because it's San Francisco, right? But again, the framers of the Constitution would have never envisioned a Nancy Pelosi because they expected people to serve and then go home, not make a career out of it. But this is a very important moment, wouldn't you agree, for the opposition, a.k.a. the Republican Party, to stand up and say, hey, that $30 trillion debt that we're approaching, 
is an anvil around the, the neck of your children, and we're going to whittle it down. Wouldn't this be a defining moment to do something like that? They have to, but you have to look at the at the, our expenditures. If you look at whitehouse.gov, right, and go to the federal budget, it's like, how much money do we bring in in a given year? $3.8 trillion in, in federal tax revenues. Well, you know what? Over 74% of that now goes out towards Social Security, which is mandatory payment. It's not an entitlement. Right. But other things like food stamps, women, infant, children programs, Medicare, Medicaid, things of that nature. How, if you were to actually slow that down, you're going to have to slow down entitlements, which means losing votes. We've got a political and economic problem that have all meshed into one. But it's they a, have to stand an, up. If they don't, it's, it's an untenable it's an situation. Right. Yeah. Well, what, and, and reality, the reality is, Kirk, and you and I know this, is the Republicans are just as guilty uh, X amount of that debt uh, as the Democrats. It's been a bipartisan debacle, and it's disgusting. I only got 30 seconds left, Kirk. You know, I was looking at the trends uh, year over year of gold and silver versus the S&P. And it's interesting that gold and silver has had uh, kind of a tight uh, trading range, more or less. S&P has been up. What's going on right now between those two and, and the difference between the two? And what should be, we be looking at as investors and, and going forward? Every investor needs to buy low and sell high, right? That's our mantra. That's what we need to do. <laughs> Stock market's overvalued for fundamental reasons. It's coming down. Gold and silver undervalued and going up. Yeah, tighter trading range. Today, gold and silver are down. So you know what? It's a buying opportunity because fundamentally what causes it to grow? Unsustainable debt, inflationary pressures, political chaos. We've got all of it. Check, check, check. They're going to continue to go up. Stock market fundamentally is poised to come down. Safety, 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 asset preservation. And that's what gold and silver bring to the table, Graham. All right. Uh, this guy is a genius uh, for those who support uh, the Ledger Report uh, over the years. I just want to let you know that. Uh, I own uh, gold and silver. You should consider it, too. If you'd like more information, Kirk has set up a website for me and for uh, my viewers. And it is KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash ledger, L-E-D-G-E-R. So it's KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash ledger. If you'd like to get more information about protecting your assets in a, in a very turbulent world. Kirk, thank you. And we'll see you down the road. Still to come, how and why we are winning slowly this global attack on liberty in the name of COVID as the Ledger Report continues. Attention, this is an important message for anyone diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma after being exposed to Roundup or other weed killers. In 2015, the Internal Agency for Research on Cancer warned that overexposure to Roundup and other weed killers may increase the risk of developing non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. After losing a number of court cases, the maker of Roundup recently announced that a global settlement had been reached and agreed to pay over $10 billion to resolve pending cases. Please call 800-376-1935. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? You may be entitled to compensation. Call Zantac Justice now for a free legal case review. The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Consult your physician prior to discontinuing any use of medication. Please call 800-868-3048.
Some final thoughts now, we are winning. It's taken our brothers and sisters at home and abroad a little while, but we are winning the battle for liberty on a global scale. But more importantly, we are winning the war to protect our constitutional rights here in the USA, Denmark. Denmark is the latest country to see what you and I saw back in March of 2020, which is this, that the global government response to COVID led by the United States was, is completely out of line and driven purely by Marxists whose ultimate collective goal is unconditional and omnipresent power. Denmark, though, is doing away with all COVID restrictions. It follows Ireland canceling COVID protocols, which followed the United Kingdom doing away with mandatory this, that, and the other things. Of course, it took Boris Johnson being exposed as a complete and total hypocrite for this to happen, but at least it's over, apparently, for the Brits. And Norway. Norway is 100% back to normal. Here in this country, not over, far from it. However, there are glimmers that the fearful masses who swallowed hook, line, and sinker, Fauci the fraud, have turned the corner on this attack on their constitutional rights. Polling is suggesting most people are now pretty much done with this. Now, the Karens of the world will never change, but who cares? We care about a simple plurality of Americans who are now understanding that COVID has a near 99% survival rate and that the draconian response to a virus should have never, ever happened in this republic. Welcome. Welcome, I say. Welcome to our world, a place where we don't let fear destroy our liberty. So yes, we're winning. And yes, damage has been done. The constitutional bar has been lowered and it must never happen again, which is frankly what scares me most about these uneducated Americans. But at least for now, let's take heart that yes, we and Lady Liberty are now finally winning. This edition of The Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives of Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs>